Hello and welcome to the Wedding Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Pete the Celebrant. Today, we have our sponsors, Easy Weddings, coming to talk with us. Rebecca Crozier is coming. And if you know the podcast, we are sponsored by Easy Weddings and they will literally help you with everything when it comes to wedding planning. They've got so many great suppliers they wanna tell you about. They've got articles to help you plan. And if you don't even wanna plan your wedding, they'll help you plan. They'll literally do it for you for free. So today, Rebecca Crozier is coming to share with us some of the top wedding trends in 2022. And I could think of no one better as she has over two decades of wedding experience in this industry. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you to the very experienced Rebecca Crozier. Well, hello and welcome everyone to another episode. And today we have with us Rebecca Crozier from Easy Weddings. Rebecca, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks, Pete. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Uh, no, I didn't ask before. Did you want me to call you Rebecca or Beck? What do you prefer? Oh, let's just go with Beck because that's quicker. Beck. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Aussie way. Shorten everything we can, just totally. uh, make it nice yeah. and easy. Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes wonder why I don't have a nickname. Like there's a few things here and there, but it's not like there are some people who like they are their nickname. And I'm thinking that Pete, it's pretty short. It's like there's not a whole lot of ways you can shorten. If anything, you have to add things to it. So you must be, you must have been a Peter though, surely. Yes, Peter by birth. Uh, yeah. And then well, a lot of people may be in the middle, uh, you know, tell me that you don't look like a Peter, but I'm taking us off track. <laughs> Today is not talking about my name. Today is uh, I wanted to talk about what's going on in the wedding industry. Uh, you know, we're already at March, which feels a little bit crazy. And I'm seeing a lot of different things uh, just play out in terms of what people are wearing and seeing what people, the designs, floral colors and all these things. And I'm curious to hear from yourself and thus from Easy Weddings and, you know, all the data you pull in, you know, what a couple's choosing and maybe we can think about a little bit why. Uh, but clearly we've come from a bit of a crazy two years and it's nice to flesh out a little bit of what's going on in the wedding industry and maybe, even, you know, we can look at thoughts on where you think it will go. But mm. Why don't you tell everyone, because we had a very quick chat before, but tell us a little bit about your, your experience in the wedding hmm. industry. Yeah, well, it sounds weird for me to say this out loud, but like I've been in the wedding industry for more than two decades now. Yeah. And um, it's such a beautiful industry, so I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I started out actually in suits, of all things, formal wear. Um, right. I was working for one of the country's largest formal wear and bridal wear uh, wholesalers and franchise companies. Yeah. Um, you might have seen around the Ferrari, um, the Ferrari formal wear stores. It's definitely sounding familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like formal wear specialists. So I started there after doing marketing at uni. And it was a 
an amazing introduction into the wedding industry from a fashion perspective. I did lots of things there, um, you know, suit manufacturing, learning the ins and outs of of fabrics and um, threads and and you know overseas production sure uh, and of course back back when I started nearly you know 21 years ago or something it was all about wedding expos at that time so yep there was just wedding expo after wedding expo after wedding expo all around the country and because um, because it was a national business, we had several different brands. And so we'd want to showcase all of those brands at the expos. It was hard yakka because there was fashion parade gowns, fashion parade suits, multiplied by four different labels, flying around the country. Um, it, was, it was a fun time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of blood, sweat and tears. <laughs> <laughs> As you can imagine. And then after that, um, I ventured into more couture for three or so years, uh, a boutique that's no longer around, unfortunately, but on Collins Street in Melbourne. And then I got the job at Easy Weddings. So that was nine years ago. And I've had lots of different marketing roles during my time at Easy Weddings, Expos has still played a part to a smaller degree. Um, but one of the main things that I've been doing there uh, is manage or yeah, be the editor of the Real Weddings blog. Mm. So receiving the couple submissions, featuring yep. their day, you know, interviewing them about their suppliers and their style and, and their trends. So still kept my finger on the pulse of what's happening style and trend wise, which has been nice to keep that kind of um, foot in the door of wedding fashion. Um, But the most recent um, project that I worked on was the, you mentioned stats in the intro, but our annual uh, couples and suppliers wedding survey, which we've just released the 2022 edition of the Australian industry report. So awesome. having to sort of get my head out of um, flowers and cakes and, and dive right into numbers and statistics. So, <laughs> um, I personally uh, probably, like my head uh, thinking more about cakes and all that. But yeah, someone's got to do the stats. Someone's got to do it. I did have some, some excellent help, I must say, yeah, um, right. from the people who know more about that than I do. But what was fun about that project was just, you know, analysing what mm. these numbers mean, what couples and suppliers are saying about what's going to happen post-COVID, how COVID affected weddings, maybe some of the trends that have been born out of COVID that might be here to stay. Um, and then, of course, some interesting uh, or some surprising intel on, on styling and themes, finally, okay. because I don't know if, if you've noticed weddings that you've been officiating over the last few years, but I think ever since we started producing this report maybe seven years ago and polling people on their style or their theme, mm. rustic has always been number one. Seven mm. years running, rustic, yeah. rustic, rustic. And it's like, oh, this, you know, this is, this might just be the Australian way. Like, sure. 
it's a thing. Maybe that's what rustic is synonymous with, is, is an Aussie wedding. But for the first time ever this year, it's been pipped and dropped to third place. Wow. And in first place, it's probably no surprise that the garden outdoor wedding or theme was number one, COVID. Everyone was forced outdoors. Um, but in the second place now, we're seeing romantic as the second most popular style. So what that's sort of translating to in, say, a wedding reception, if you can imagine the bridal table where it used to be your low-line uh, greenery, low-line vines across the bridal table, um, lots of greenery everywhere is now being replaced with florals and candles. So that real yeah. romantic, you know, the mm. warm glow of the candlelight, um, glass, um, you know, glass candelabras, the pillar candles, candlesticks, mm. lots of that. Um, and also we're seeing that in, in the wedding favours in Bomboneri as well. Candles are definitely up there in what couples are wanting to give, yeah, apart okay. from edible treats because edible treats are always um, favoured there. Yeah. Pardon yeah. Me. <laughs> always tasty. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> okay. I noticed at one wedding I uh, emceed at, at the Stones a few weeks ago, they had uh, on the table some grapes um, and the grapes yeah. looked fantastic and I had to let everyone know that they couldn't eat the grapes because they'd been sprayed with something to make them, I think, look shiny and thus poisonous. Um, so we tried to tell them that as quick as possible because they looked they looked very like they look good. Like, um, but I'm trying to think back to what else is on the table, and I can't think back to much other greenery in that. So that's interesting seeing some of those changes. Yeah, well, the other thing that we've noticed is a move towards. Um, so whilst it's this romantic theme, it's playing out in a paired back kind of way. And so some of the wedding gowns that we're seeing rise in popularity, whereas it was once a little bit more bohemian and lace, it's now this more regal look with the very, you know, duchess satin, delusted satin, off the shoulder princess style or, or a similar fabric, delusted satin, um, in a very just a simplistic gown. And so that minimalist look, I think it, hold like in the middle middle band of of popularity of wedding styles so I think that yeah just a very elegant sort of sleek regal look and perhaps that's why the wedding you know what you're seeing on the tables has been minimized as well but the grapes is an interesting yeah. one I, that that reminds me of something Grecian hmm. you know yeah, I, one big thing that I'm seeing at a lot of weddings and not just seeing but then also like joining in with is because I ask my couples, I ask them, well, what, um, what are you wearing? And not, you know, particularly with if there's a groom there, what are the grooms wearing? And I would say it feels like nine times out of ten it's now wearing a tux or a black, you know, a black, mm. black suit. And normally it was navy. I'm, I'm normally, you know, it's like a, we're going navy and then maybe one third of the time it might be black. Now it's like it's just 
everyone's going, is that the type of romantic look, that type, that very uh, classic look of um, black tuck suit with bow tie? Yeah, I, um, I remember the French blue. That was, that was there, you know, every real wedding that we published, it was the groom and his groomsmen in the French blue. Yeah. Boots, um, but yeah, there's definitely been a swing to black and more even the tuxedos with the satin lapel and the bow tie, mm. which you know for the formal wear businesses out there, that's that's a trend that's been a long time coming because um, you know that those more casual looks are you know you can you can find what you want in more you know, in more places. But for the specialty yeah. formal wear stores, that trend will be very welcomed. But I think you're mm. right, like French blue and rustic versus tux, black, romantic, classic. And I, I think there's just something to as well, you know, COVID playing a role in, you know, a tale of opposites because we've been hanging around yeah. in our trackies and our active wear <laughs> whilst we weren't being active at all. And yeah. we're sick of it. Like it's we want an excuse to to dress up and yeah. get out there again. And you know, what better um excuse than for your own wedding? Yeah. I'm uh that's a it's really interesting insight and some thought into why it feels like there's almost we're going back to that more traditional idea of that look of that I guess as you said that more romantic uh less that rustic now it's yeah. black suit we've got the white you know at least the white dress hasn't really changed that much it's still but the the materials used in it and that yeah um but I'm I'm also finding some of the label maybe that's not right so I went to my cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. I went there on Friday. It was fantastic. Went to Sydney, made a nice little week day trip. I had to come back for other weddings. Uh, but it was nice to see family in that. And I was, it was good to be put back in the, the guest's perspective of a wedding. And mm-hmm. like any event, you look for what am I wearing? And that said elegant. And I was like, elegant, cool. I don't know what Was that the dress code? That was the dress code. Okay, yeah. And I've seen that once or twice with some others mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know what elegant means. Um, I, I ended up going just a light uh, blue jacket and uh, just some navy uh, chinos with a bit of a blue and pink tie and that to tie in with what Grace was wearing. And actually that did make me now the other two weddings I did after that. I'm always looking for the couples that really like work to get their little thing together. And it's good. It's good. I mean, I'm impressed by, you know, some of the effort that real couples go together to make sure they, they go together. Like one couple, she was wearing an orange dress and he was wearing, you know, a tie with splashes yeah. of orange and a little uh, splash oh, orange yeah. and orange uh, socks and i just said before the wedding i walked past i'm like you guys look fantastic i'm like everything down to the socks you guys have got that color it's just great uh but it, well they're going to get their photos taken aren't they so they've got to true. you know gotta look good um, but i think over time couples do tend to kind of dress like each other so it's not that's true too yeah it's not a surprise um no 
So what yeah, you... interesting you should, sorry, I was just going to say, yeah. interesting you should say that the dress code was stated as elegant. I, I actually haven't seen that. Like usually when we would talk about dress codes in formal wear, yeah. um, you know, we would categorise it by cocktail mm. uh, or, you know, casual, which was very rare, Ca- casual, cocktail, maybe a semi-formal, formal and black tie. Uh, and then there was white tie, which was like, you know, at the extreme end. Um, okay. So definitely from those very kind of regular dress codes, formal was the number one dress code that our couples yep. um, tipped the, the box for and sure. combined with black tie as well. I think there's an education piece actually that has to happen sometimes. With I was just thinking that I was black tie actually mean and yeah yeah um, we we would always define it as you know black tie you need the black suit and it has to have the satin and it, it's probably a satin bow tie as well. Whereas formal was like a dark suit potentially with a vest underneath. Um, but you know over the years there's colour trends and everything. So Mm. even that French blue probably was considered technically formal as well. Like, you know, a three-piece suit was formal, but your black tie had the satin, the satin features. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, I think that'd be good. I'm sure that New Easy Weddings has an education piece, and if they don't, that there's probably more they could keep writing on. But for someone like myself uh, and others, it would be helpful to have that little guidance of what do I wear yeah. when they when a couple says this because I didn't know what elegant was so I went and asked my cousin like what color suit are you wearing and he was like wearing gray I'm like oh, okay cool so it's not elegant is what I feel is more semi-formal um mm. Mm. and what what were they wearing was the groom in a tux he was in I believe it was a three-piece, I think it was a vest and a suit, jacket, and I'm pretty certain it was a grey from memory and uh, his groomsmen were wearing the same. Mm. Um, I'm unfortunately going to be, I'd have no idea the type of dress. All I know is the bride would look beautiful. That's all <laughs> I can tell you. I'm. My wife could tell you more. I'm sure she could tell you a lot more, but I, yeah, that's just And me. I'm curious, actually, was this a single-day event? The wedding that you went it, to it was single day bike they would just had the wedding like you have the ceremony like have, on have one day res- yes yeah yeah because what are you saying something that came out of the survey results was that 40 percent of weddings are multi-day events right and i thought wow that's that's quite a big percentage you mm, know couples making a weekend of it you know a wedding weekend or having multiple yeah or maybe splitting their ceremony and their reception over. Um, that could be because, you know, I did a few weddings where we married them in between some lockdowns and then they were going to have their reception. It could also be when people book different venues, if they've got accommodation on site, they'll have a bit of a party the night before, they'll have the yeah. wedding, then have the reception, then they'll have a breakfast the next yeah. day. So, but I yeah. think, yeah, that's interesting. Multi weddings, multi day weddings. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, but I yeah, there's. I think COVID 
definitely plays a part in that number being quite high. But um, people I've found just with reading their submissions for real weddings mm. are more and more having the dinner, yeah, just as you said, the dinner the night before and the yeah. recovery brunch or whatever the next day. I think that recovery it's brunch is becoming it. almost traditional now. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. I like that one. Well, I think it works great. If you've got people coming from interstate as well, you provide mm. them accommodation. It's like, well, we'll see you at 8.39 for a, yeah, for a nice little bacon and eggs and all that, all the good yeah. stuff. <laughs> so so that, probably, that probably covers a fair bit about the trends and that and some of that changing, which is very interesting to see things go to more that um, romantic sort of classic look. Mm. And... What about cost of weddings? Because people have come out of COVID and I think a lot of people in Australia have come out with a few more dollars in their savings. Um, so have weddings gone up in price? Have they gone down? Have people decided, you know, what, actually, we just want to get married. We want to do it at a cheaper. Like what's, what are you seeing? Actually, there hasn't been that much change and I was surprised sure. as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I've heard of people who were able to, you know, go off and add, you know, a beautiful vintage car to their wedding because yeah. they were able to save money during sure. COVID. But then there were equally probably people that, you know, maybe were out of work and had to really pare back their budgets. So mm. the average cost of the wedding is still sitting at around 32200 Okay. Yeah. And that's... What, what hasn't changed as well is um, it, it's 26% more than the original budget. So no matter how much kind of educating we try to do for couples about how much a wedding is going to cost them, yeah, um, because they're doing it for the first time, they've never done it before in most cases. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- their budgets are usually a lot under what, what um, they end up spending. Um, yeah so that's that's been a constant the guest counts did Mm. drop obviously during the last couple of years and as an average national it dropped by 20 percent um to it sounds quite high when you think of all the lockdowns and restrictions but anyway the average was 80 guests okay whereas you know most years it's 100 100 guests the average um but we also polled our couples about what their desired guest count was going to be, despite how many they were wanting to invite, and that came in at 100. So yeah. I don't think there's going to be too much of a shift moving forward with, with the size of weddings. I think it'll kind of just, you know, revert back to what it was when things settled okay. down basically so is that they're having 80 that they invite 80 but would have preferred to invite 100 or that that was no i think what it was is that they wanted to invite 100 but in the end as a national average Hmm. it was down to 80 so a 20 percent drop in in head count okay Um, so yeah moving forward it'll just creep back up again yeah like i I wonder if part of that is travel. Travel's been a lot harder. 
I know, you know, still people are expecting, um, you know, that people aren't going to be able to get there because of COVID. They'll catch COVID and other sicknesses as well. I had a maid of honor who was, uh, she caught gastro like the night before and it was just, de- I was just devastated for her. So make sure we, we did a nice cheer. When mentioned in the ceremony, a nice cheers to her during speeches. Um, she would have been gutted, I imagine, not being able to be there. Well, actually, one of the other interesting insights that we got was that I think it was, say, 37% of couples said that even when COVID's done and dusted, Mm. live streaming their ceremony is something that they think will stick around. Like this is a, a thing that was born out of necessity. But, you know, there's always going to be different reasons why guests can't attend your wedding why yeah. they you know they decline they're a no on the RSVP um, so I think yeah I think that's quite a nice um, trend that might continue even, yeah even when travel's back even once COVID's well and truly behind us yeah or well, particularly for you know families overseas and uh, yeah. it's always nice to be there in person but it's been a bit hard to get into a country that won't let you get in Pretty sure we can get in. Most people can get in now, which is nice. Um, yeah. So, okay. And what about what most popular dates to get married? Or what's this year? Yeah. So this year, March and October were the peak months. Yep. According to the data that we had at that time when we surveyed our couples. But having said that, October has got five Saturdays in the month of October whereas mm. March doesn't. So, you know, October will likely be busier than March this year. Yep. And also the most popular date by far that people have said was their future wedding date is 22-10-22. Sure. <laughs> people yep. love those, those interesting dates and I don't know yep. if it's just an excuse to remember your anniversary or if hmm. people just get a kick out of numbers, like maybe there's some superstition or something with with numbers. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So October, Fine. March. Okay. I did a wedding. I did an elopement for a couple on the 22nd of the 2nd, 2022. I think it was a Wednesday or a Thursday. Uh, it was like a few weeks ago. And. At 2.22? Yeah. And so it was like, <laughs> no, no, not that. No, that we weren't that specific. Um, that would have been good, though. I should have suggested that. But then they were getting, I learnt on the day, they were getting married on that Saturday. And I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, why would they get married? And I'd actually, I didn't ask, but I assume they wanted the date. And but then they still wanted the party with everyone. So they've got the elopement with parents and that. And they still want to have the big wedding with everyone else. I was like, cool. You know, you've got to do you. So it's, uh, yeah. So were you were you involved in like a, a not a vow renewal, but a small ceremony at in front of all the friends and family? Yeah, it was just day? just a small ceremony, a little elopement out at uh, East Warburton at the uh, Redwoods Redwoods. Red, it's not Redwoods Estate, just the Redwoods, the trees, the forest. Yeah. So we were there. Yeah. That you know, it was a great place. I was there with Elsa Campbell. And yeah, we just got did got them married. There was three groom, three two groomsmen, 
two bridesmaids and their parents and I think a brother and sister and a child. And it was, yeah, quite just found a nice little place. The ceremony went for like 10 minutes. Yeah. All right. And they got photos. So did they say what the significance was of... I did not ask them. I was mm. like, cool, let's just do it. Like, you know, we're all here. Uh, I might <laughs> yeah. go back and ask them, though, because I'm curious now. I, I, yeah. yeah. And what about yeah. engagement yeah. periods? Sorry to cut you off. I'm just thinking. Oh, so we've got the, the most popular to... months. Yeah. Yeah. So that also hasn't shifted. It seems to just be um, a standard thing that 6% of all engagements happen between Christmas and New Year. And that makes 12% of all engagements occur over December. Mm. Interestingly, this year's report showed that 16% of all engagements happened in August. So the final mm. month of winter, people were getting, getting engaged. Um, so that's Interesting. sort of pointing, like I know January is a very busy month for planning. Um, but, yeah, there's a little bit that's going to be happening in the in spring as well, probably some preparatory inspiration sort of stuff in the last half of the year and then, bang, January comes. It's potentially the year of the wedding, depending how, how long they've set their engagement for. Yep. And, and it's, all, it's all on in January, <laughs> which you've known a little bit about in the last few weeks. Yes, I, I think I mentioned that things were pretty crazy in January with inquiries and I felt mm. like I was meeting at like six to plus couples a week and then it's doing all the, still doing the meetings with couples who have booked me, then yeah. um, meetings for those couples getting married and, and all the run-throughs and it was busy than the weddings, but um, things have come to a more manageable state which is nice, a bit more time with my family. <laughs> I'm curious, actually, because it's so busy and the rebound of weddings and, mm. every, you know, there was we estimated 60,000 postponements mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. Um, and so, of course, there's only so many Saturdays in a year to hold yeah. all of these weddings and 56% of our couples said that they would consider a weekday wedding. Yeah. H- have you found this with with anyone that you've been marrying yet? Fridays are, like Fridays have always been a wedding day from, from my perspective, but it feels like it's there are more of them. Mm. Uh, Sundays have also been very popular. I haven't seen, for me, a huge increase in um, date, you know, wet, weddings during the week. I have seen, I've done, like I've done a Monday, done a, a Wednesday so they're happening but from talking to other suppliers and you just ask you know how's your season going a lot of other suppliers have heaps during the week so it could just be a lot of my couples have still sort of stuck some Thursdays and that Friday Saturday Sunday uh, yeah. but yeah there are definitely other suppliers who are doing them during the week you know all hours yeah mm. we've got to fit them all in somewhere You've got to fit them in somewhere. So yeah, that's uh, I've seen an increase. Like it's just it's a big season. Like for me, uh, I'll probably do about eighty weddings this year, and I've got you know currently just 
under 60 of those are before June. So it's, um, wow. it's, a, fair, it's a fair bit to fit in yeah. um, in terms of like percentage wise it's yeah mm-hmm. so people well, are still booking yeah for October as well yes I'm going to have a nice little little break uh, in the winter and then and we'll, we'll get back into a jog around that sort of August September mm-hmm. uh, but it's been people are still booking in fact I'm still finding people are still booking now like I'm still getting bookings for I just got a booking for 6th of April which I think is during the week and uh, small, again, an elopement, but I'm, I'm getting a few of those. A few couples are just saying, hey, we just want to get married. Uh, when can we get, you know, what's the earliest day we can get married? And they just want something small and intimate. Yeah. So I'm getting a few of those still. So elopements and micro weddings will still fill up the calendar somewhat. Yeah. 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 So that's, look, it's good. It is good. Just interesting to see. Interesting to see. And I'm wondering if it's because we haven't been able to get married. And now that we are, maybe couples who are thinking, oh, when will we do it? And they're like, let's just, let's just do it now. Cause it. I think there's still a little bit of apprehension about what's this winter going to look like in Australia. Like, would we go back into a lockdown? And oh, I, sure. yeah, I know it were like, oh, like part of me is like, surely not, um, not with, you know, the Christmas we've had and all that. Yeah. But you just don't know. So I think a lot of people are just throwing the caution to the wind and saying, you know what, let's just do it. Let's just get married quick. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, there you go. Any other little trends or anything you want to quickly mention? Uh, what else did I have on my, my list? Just, yeah, getting back to that whole romantic, minimalist, regal kind of vibe lots of monochromatic Mm. um, color schemes yep so you know obviously we spoke about the blacks and the whites um lots of neutral colored florals as well i think that was maybe nearly half of brides were saying that their florals were going to be in neutral colors whites ivories Mm. with a little bit of blush um but conversely, for the for the brides and couples who are not so traditional, then you know it's always a tale of two opposites. So you're either monochromatic or you're like very bold. Lots of oranges, magentas, fuchsias, even dark, um, you know, violets and and blacks, like detailing through that. Cakes. What are we seeing in cakes? Mm. Architectural kind of structural designed cakes. So, you know, a few years back it was all about the naked cake, the rustic naked cake with the drip, the drip icing, fresh berries um, displayed on, you know, a tree stump uh, cake stand. That's kind of moving more towards these clean line cakes, very kind of um, sim- similar to the bride's gown, really, that that duchess satin um, rolls across to the style of the cake. Okay. Um, you know, icing, icing detailing as well. But, yep. yeah, less about that full-on fresh flowers, berries, drip icing to more just kind of subtle. I think subtlety is 
Mm. One of the themes as well. Yeah. Yeah, like they're the main things that we've been seeing, cool. um, apart from those interesting COVID trends that will be very interesting to see whether they, you know, continue to roll through to the next couple of years or if there will just be a complete rebound to the way things were. It'll be quite sure. interesting to see what happens there. Look, I do enjoy wearing my uh, navy and light blue jackets. Um, not that I don't like, I enjoy wearing blacks too, um, but I feel like I'm, some of the jackets getting left in the cupboard, getting a bit lonely. Uh, but it is nice to do that sort of nice, just as you said, subtle, clean, romantic type weddings. Um, you know, the vibe is still, I'm getting consistently nice and relaxed and authentic is what couples are wanting. Uh, but the look of it seems to be definitely changing. But it's, we're still having great weddings. So yeah. it's good. Bring it yeah. on. Bring it on. I mean, it's just an amazing trend that we can have weddings again. So. However they look, whatever the style is, it's just like let's just have these weddings. Let's just get these yeah. couples married. 100%. It's going to be an awesome couple of years. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much. That is so much information, lots of different things, um, particularly to guide, I think, couples who are currently planning and want some, some ideas where to go. They now at least know what's currently happening. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for sharing all that information with us. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Wonderful. Well, everyone, uh, feel free, jump onto Easy Weddings uh, website and Instagram and everything. And if you've just been married, why don't you submit your marriage through? Rebecca will check it out. And maybe yeah. we want to be like one of the lucky couples to make it in there. How many, how many, obviously there's a huge amount of submissions that get put through what's the percentage that actually get put into blog? Oh, that's a stat I haven't analysed <laughs> um, for quite some time. Obviously, the submissions slowed down to a trickle over the last yeah, couple of years. sure. Um, so, yeah, you know, we try to show the best, um, you know, the best of the best, best photography, new trends. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Like we you try can't to be, show yeah, everyone. We try to, we, yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. But if you have been married, send it through. You never know. Cool. Well, Rebecca, thank you for joining us. And everyone, thank you for joining us as well. Have an incredible day, evening, wherever you are, whatever you are doing. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Bye. Like we do it.